Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. My name is Mark. You can follow me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also follow me on social media at No Clutch Nate, as well as Instagram Toy Photography page Clutch Figures. And I'm Jake. I'm the guest this week. You can follow me on all social media at Jake Animation. And today we are covering Man of Steel Minute number 19. It starts with the Phantom Gate closing in on itself, and then it ends with Lara watching her planet explode beneath her mm-hmm. so like the last beginning of the last scene of the, the last time you get to see the citadel mm-hmm. nice view well, can, though is that candor that she's looking at yeah she's just looking at all of candor because i think the house is house of el citadel like that window points out to the city the capital of, yeah it's like it looked really cool i saw i got to mention that there was like really the structure itself yeah looked really cool as it was exploding <clears throat> and, and collapsing into itself but i have a question about actually all that do we do we know what krypton looks like before any of this happened or was this all concept from snyder that this he just kind of like this is a new krypton that we're seeing i mean technically this is the first time we've seen it in the cinematic universe correct uh no there was it looked i think they showed it before in the other one it looked all crystally and that's why yes. like, all those crystals came from uh like and they used it in like superman this, well this is the first it, movie in are you talking about like superman the movie or are you talking like superman returns that is like all continuation is that considered canon no it's not canon i'm just saying have we seen krypton in film before yeah i think we've seen like candor in film before i'm pretty sure doesn't matter. This candor that we're seeing right now is is all new. Um, this whole Krypton itself is all new because if you look, we did find a concept uh, art page of it before, and it did actually show like lower 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 level city and, and everything. Mm-hmm. And candor uh, was always kind of like a skyscrapery kind of yeah. city in like comic books and stuff. But mm-hmm. this is like they've like dug it out of like the mountains and like the. It looks kind of because they're basically mining the the core it of almost the planet. looks like a mining guild kind of but it's a high-tech city though yeah it's really super high-tech that's why uh, we don't really get to see like that so much close up but it all looks like they live in like some sort of rock formations yeah from far away um but maybe that's just like maybe maybe it's just like some liquid geo kind of substance that they've used to to yeah um so it's supposed to be kind of organic-y yeah i was just curious if we had ever seen it before or is this like the first the first time in like the this is now the standard for how Krypton looks in this extended universe now yeah in this in the cinematic universe for Superman right yes okay yeah. um, armor and I have another question over like the course of the this movie is they only chose Earth because of this the similar race. Or it why? Was why lot, was it, it was chosen? A lot, uh, a lot to go. No, they that they went in consideration. They looked for the well. Yeah, they also did because they they do show the anatomy of a human being. Yeah, right. Like, oh, yeah, it matches ours, and but mostly the yellow sun. It was mostly. And the I don't know why sun, habitable planet. I guess yeah, Jor El was more. I don't know. Was he? He wanted him to. Did he want to find the plan? I guess he wanted both. I guess he wanted it to look the same, and he wanted to find the yellow sun. But in you know later on in the movie he you know he says something similar to, um, like you can bring Krypton here. I think it's the or, teachings. I think that's what it is. Yeah, but he's like, got to he know just, that he's gonna be he's gonna rule the planet eventually. I don't know. I feel like it's uh, what the the point is. I think that's what involved with him putting the codex into 
Cal. He gave him the, the, the freedom of choice. So, yeah, maybe you could rule the planet and be over them, or you can teach them that another society did exist and we did start out as... And you're not alone in the universe. Yeah, I was say, maybe yeah. you could teach Earth that the the fate of Krypton and maybe Earth can learn from that. And learn off of the fate of Krypton. Because, like, Krypton is a planet that was mined and mined yeah. and mined and mined and mined. So it was collapsing in on itself. So it probably did, you know... Yeah. It could very well be, like, similar to, to what is happening on, on Earth with natural resources. Right. And they used up all their natural resources. I think Jor-El says that Yeah, no, they, down, they so. used up all their natural resources, so the core becomes uh, became unstable. That's yeah. why we see here... In this minute, the core is basically, it's become so unstable that it's just popping, basically. Yeah, and we also get to see a shot of, like, some moons. I think this was in this minute or, or last minute, something like that. But the moons also look like they were getting mined. There was, there was like, a shot of moons. There's two moons in the distance, and one of them was, like, kind of closer. Mm-hmm. And so, like, maybe they, they tried to get as much resource as I could from that moon over there. So mm-hmm. it's just like... Yeah, I agree. Candor is like this is what they're looking at. That's the last population on Krypton. There is no other life, no other colonizations on Krypton. Just because they like left, or because there's no other habitable place. They they've made this city a protected castle, pretty much, and you can't. So only that area of that planet is terraformed for them. Yeah, because they've destroyed everything else from it. And why are they so destructive? I think it's just in their programming. They why just... are they why are they so destructive of their planet? Yeah, I mean you could ask that here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, um, like I, I mentioned a long time ago, the Krypton is a nine, like eight point nine billion year old planet, and Kryptonians have only inhabited, or like like basically become civilized on Krypton for the last one hundred thousand years. So in a very small amount of time. They've destroyed the planet. Yeah, but they're also considered a level two society, right? They're 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 they're, yeah they're more advanced than us, like by brain activity, right? Which allows them to do much more stuff um, with technology and and whatnot. And so that's kind of um, it's kind of streamlined their their process of destroying the planet. So we're kind of doing it too, but at a slower rate. And they did it at a much faster rate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, going back to your question <laughs> of like, what was it? To, to, he could bring Krypton with him. I think it's what it was. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, like, he's why so, was Earth chosen? Like, Earth they mention it well, in the sense of like, they just show the skull and like a skeleton of, yeah. of humans. It's like, oh, they they look alike. I think there's um, an another there was theory. A lot of things, yeah. What? what? Uh, the scout ship that belonged to Kara Zor-El, aka Supergirl, with the exiled Kryptonian uh, Dev M. Yeah, they're already on that planet, and they I th- and I think planet. I think Jor-El because it, she's family to Jor-El, that Jor-El wanted to find that planet. Now, does she live leave Krypton as well? Like, what is Supergirl's... She left before all this happened. And I think she left because she was part of... Is she of older than military? Superman? Yeah. yeah, she is. But because of the... There's, like, a weird time jump. I think she's still frozen. She, well, we don't know if she is alive or dead. She was a part of that scout ship that Superman finds later on in the movie. And in the prequel comic book her and Devem have a fight and only one person emerges from the ship but you don't see who it is so you I mean don't... I remember her dying on in like 
Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, so you don't know if her if, if a Supergirl character actually exists. Yeah. Then, but then it goes to say, they, well, what happened to Devem? Is he just like a frozen caveman somewhere? Yeah, because like if one of them escaped, then what are they doing? Because. Yeah. Or is it going to be like, oh, Superman's outed. Is it going to be Kara? She's like, oh, well, I guess I feel safe now. By the way, I'm your older cousin. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. They always make it a thing that Supergirl is technically older than Superman, but because of being frozen or lost in space, that by the time she is introduced as Supergirl, she's younger than Superman, but she was technically older at one point. So she is like the older cousin. Yeah. It's like weird time space. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's yeah. so weird. Yeah, um, um, but because that ship is on Earth already, I think Jor El was like, "Kelex, find me where that ship went. I want to know about that planet." And then that's when he finds the planet. He's like, "That's where I'm going to send Cal." Yeah, and I think that might that might be part of it. That's my theory, of course. So sure, it's good enough for me. Um, weird. Yeah, we see Lara Lorvel, uh, Lara Van giving. Um, Jor-El's armor like one last look as it's kind of put away yeah. for no point really because plants about to explode. Yep. Um but it's almost like it's kind of like a She was probably like a Batman thing like his armor gets to like Yeah. Like, she was probably looking at it and and that's like the only way she gets to communicate with Jor-El from now on. And she Cuz he uploaded his consciousness to the to the little the thing. key, yeah. Yeah, something Yeah, like yeah, kind of. But I think this is like Someone looking at an urn of one of the relatives, yeah. and like that's how you you, you know you it's speak like old to samurai them. scripture. Like you, you look at the battle armor and mm-hmm. you know, see yeah. the loved one that fell. Yeah, and so she was probably like, like in her mind telling Jorel, "You were right because the planet right now is about to yeah, explode. Like this is it. Like, like you get to see cracks along the structure mm-hmm. and everything. Is yeah, like, that whole hallway like, at the end is like you know collapsing yeah. around her i mean even when she even when the the, the armor is going back like closing up like it's almost like that pod's just gonna fall yeah. right off the wall because there's a giant crack going up it's like oh well and no, so like no, the house is ruined this yeah, whole gonna, minute clean up this mess this whole minute is pretty much dedicated to her and and, and the camera tracks her through the whole shot yeah. and um although not much is going on uh, visually, I don't know, not not really, because um, there's a lot going on visually, but it, the focus on her, there's a lot going on here. Um, we definitely get a good, um, the music really starts to swell here in this minute, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's, I think uh, Hans Zimmer's. Um, composition on this film is is fantastic and i really enjoy this moment i think it's a beautiful scene even though it's very tragic it's very beautifully tragic and Mm -hmm. i think it's just a really good solid minute i think i'm a huge fan of this part i wouldn't say it's like my favorite part of this film it's very but it's but it's up there it's a high point for me i think it's 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 just super beautiful to look at and uh, we see Kelex and Keylor here at this in the in this minute as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing they do perish as well. Yeah. And no, we they, don't. Yeah. yeah. They don't make it out. Um, so They're that kind of raises there. some questions because we see some more Kryptonian technology on Earth and have, those are just like uh, they must just be other security one. robots. Yeah. Just no, like how, like, you're talking about the the little robots that are yeah, behind yeah, yeah. her, right? <clears throat> yeah. Kelex is always like a like a stable robot in the Superman storyline. He was always like his his helper, his AI. But Keylor is this newer one that we see because there's two of them and 
and uh, I thought I read somewhere that Keylor survived the the destruction and ended up on the scout ship that ends up on Earth, but that's that's super incorrect because obviously nothing's surviving that planet destruction. You kidding me? No way, Jose. Yeah, <clears throat> and no one. Uh, she says Joel was right. So yeah, again. Yeah, so again, she knew. Joel was right. General Zod knew. Joel knew, and no one else didn't. And that's terrifying because you got to think of the general populace who's like on the ground level, like underneath Candor, like those. Like we're massive. we're witnessing the the highest ranking people of that society. Yeah, and they're debate just, whether the world is going to explode or not. I mean, not even debate. They just completely just brush it off. Ignore they're just it. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah, whatever. Crazy scientists. Like, okay, now you're crazy. Wait, we didn't think he was crazy when he was making extinct. Uh, guild water dragons and uh and yeah. turtle beasts but uh the planet's destroying all right he's crazy and i don't care just, if you built spaceships that we yeah, can exactly. fly through space wait you built a spaceship that that fits you're just not a, smart a, at all a baby yeah why or, does a baby need a spaceship don't or worry. the uh i got plans for it guys <laughs> how to contain a black hole yeah yeah it's like you figured yeah. that out but like your thesis on krypton exploding um, probably not so, true and, and honestly it's because something so simple just because of mining i it's think very parallel to what we're what we're dealing with now in society no yeah right. you're, i agree 100 percent. and i think it's one of those things where those people look at it and they choose not to believe on it because they don't want to they yeah. i don't want that to be real i don't want to know that earth is is dying or krypton is dying like i don't want i choose not to believe that i don't want to believe that and sorry, but that that comes with uh, rude awakenings, as yeah. we see here. Um, <clears throat> but um, a lot of fire, yeah. I mean, a lot of flames. It's a good it's a good minute, and I enjoy watching it. There's not much to pick out of the minute, but did you? All, all in all, I There's like some good, I like, like pausing scenes. Like do you I like, said, like you get another um, view of Candor? I was gonna say, do you like Ayelet Zurer's performance? Do you not care? Do you? I mean, yeah, how do you guys I, feel about her as a as an actress and the character Lara Lorvan and all that? Um, she just give, feels super checked out to me. Given that she was the first Kryptonian to give birth in centuries, uh, she does a, a very good job at keeping her, her, her cool these in the few days. Well, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I agree with Jacob that, you know, as a character, she's checked out. Like, yeah, absolutely. She's not here anymore. Um, I think she knows <laughs> what's about to happen, which is probably why she's looking at... Um, I can't fucking remember his name ever. Jor-El? Jor-El's... Armor. armor for the last time she's kind of just like you know pro- she's probably walking around their house and like just being like oh this is it i'm fine you know the fucking world's about to explode and i'm about to die so let me remember my husband let me yeah. remember this and like i can't escape this so let me just kind of absorb it all yeah i, I would feel the same way like yeah. if i yeah. was her i'd I would do this, like, look out on the, I want to see a good shot of it kind of thing. Like, oh, well, <laughs> Then there's my death. It. I'd get on the yeah. roof. I'd, I'd be quiet as all hell. Saw and... Guerrera looking at that giant boulder coming to kill him. Yeah, like that kind of deal. Yeah. Like, that's... No, totally. And same thing with uh, Jin and Cassian when they, you know, just, you know, there it is. Yep. It's coming towards us. Yep. Can't do anything about it. Delma and Louise. The uh, shot of Orson Krennic with his eyes are green because the laser, it's like, that's it. And that yeah. scene almost happens too fast, in my opinion. Um, I, I Hubris, wish, and like it almost doesn't sink into people uh, that really that like he he was 
destroyed by the very thing that he created. I don't want to get too off topic. No, but like, it's it, that I always I think of that a lot. I've seen that movie three times in theaters by now. Yeah, and um, if you like, they just they rushed that. I wanted to see the the eyes, the green in his eyes. Don't hold out like they could have made it longer. Yeah, not too long where it's like oh okay, just like literally one but more like, second. Well, yeah, and it's like yeah, I get it for it to set in like. That he was killed by Tarkin. Like Tarkin, I would have no, liked it. Knew that was happening. He knew he was there. It was just like, yeah, take it out. I would have liked it if he had cracked right then and there, and like really started to panic, and maybe like was like trying to crawl away or something, and then like he had blown up. But I don't want to get too into it. Yeah, but he may <laughs> have been in shock too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you look at it though, if you watch that shot, like that beam hits him directly. Yeah, that's and it's what like I'm saying. I feel like, like Tarkin aimed like just like, hits it. I just like, want to hit so, that guy. Shoot that dude. And it yeah. so fast that I feel like people didn't really get a chance for it to be like, yeah. oh man, that thing nailed him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I feel like Tarkin took direct aim at him it was like yeah hit this like, guy no, right like, before he did he's like yo watch this trick show <laughs> in force awakens i think you could do that uh where like you could you could throw people inside one of the chambers of like the death star beam coming out and like it was just instant evaporation like that's it's just looking at that like oh oh man it's that one of those I, like i don't want to hate getting off topic but it's like <laughs> i feel like oh, even before the beam hit him directly like physical like the beam touching him he probably already evaporated because oh, yeah. it's like yeah massive as energy. it got right. near yeah. just the energy yeah just like arc of the covenant style face melt yeah yeah um ah jeez anyway welcome back there's to a podcast for this <laughs> that we're not so sw- <laughs> gotta apologize to those people now <laughs> Uh, make sure you podcast? check out yes. make sure you check out star wars minute because they started this whole thing and absolutely thank you Props to them. thank you uh pete and alex <laughs> thank you for giving us the the idea um but besides this i don't have much it's a beautiful scene there's not much to get out of i i love this representation of laura Lor van um and i love this whole krypton thing yeah it was great it's a good it's a good uh end of the world scene it's um i think this for me is the krypton for me if i had to like oh what like you know <laughs> massive fire pylons. no 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 <laughs> like just this world that Zack snyder created like this this krypton it's my favorite oh yeah yeah i agree i agree like you said like if i i, I very much wish there there be a, like a novelization but isn't there that sci-fi channel show yeah there's a sci-fi see? show Hopefully we'll see in the works a lot uh, close to this but i mean that, i mean with the success like cgi of, uh, budget and everything like that have you seen the it. expanse no see i don't know what that, that is. it's like, one like that's what that's a one lot of my fears of mine. is krypton actually going to look like man of steel krypton in this sci-fi channel show yeah because i there hope was, there was a quote and now I, i'd have to go check the source on where it came from again but um david goyer is penned to write this krypton show and he said Good. that it takes 200 years before man of steel which makes it just seem like that's just a blip. Like, before. like, oh well, then that kind of confirms that this is part of the DCEU. Is, yeah, is this Krypton show, and and like, I want to see more of this exact Krypton, like Zack Snyder's Krypton. I want to see more of. Yeah, because I want to see the Zod Jor El. Yeah, dynamic. Yeah, before. I want to see all that. I want to see them being buddies, and and then lead into what happens in Man of Steel. Like, yeah. I want to see more of that. I want that to be explored. Um, more than anything, and really. you wouldn't care if the if they did choose to do Zod and Jor El, um, like you, focused on them. Would you Would you care if they were uh, different actor portrayals? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, see, I'm yeah, right there with you. I just want to see the character, move the character along. If it's good, though. 
Yeah, if, if you know. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard to match Michael Shannon. Don't get me yeah, wrong, but like, is. this is also like point break Michael Shannon. Yeah. We're saying like he's at the end of his his string. Well, it's like I can see Michael Shannon coming back to do General Zod, but I don't see Russell Crowe coming back to do a TV show. All right, no, absolutely. So, I don't think Michael Shannon would. Come I don't back think Michael that. Shannon. Would I think either, he yeah. would because I mean he did. Um, Boardwalk Empire, so he's up for television. But Russell Crowe doesn't really That's do television. Stars, though. Boardwalk. Have you seen Boardwalk? Or, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, HBO. Yeah. Have you seen the show? Yeah. I, I fell off after a while. Like yeah, Season I three, too. I was like... So this is the same thing over and over I think again. They, yeah. the, the Boardwalk Empire sped a little too fast. and it. Like, I have a quote here that I wanted to actually mention before. Yeah, tell me it's me. from Michael Shannon. It says... It's funny because when I met with Zach, we were talking about it before it started, and he mentioned that we were going to be doing a lot of CG or whatever. I said, just don't make me wear one of those silly suits. Mm. He's talking about mo- motion capture suits. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and Zach Snyder said, oh, yeah, don't worry. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was like, it's going to be really hard for me to be intimidating if I have to wear one of those silly fucking suits. And Zach Snyder said, I totally understand. Then I showed up, and he's like, dude, I swear to God, it's going to be awesome and really badass. Trust me, it's going to be wicked. <laughs> like, and they put him in a suit. put him in a suit. <laughs> That's great. I mean, even their uh, their their Kryptonian garments kind of look like motion capture suits. Yeah, they can garments, they can so. resemble that. So I boom, just it was the armor is CGI. Yeah, I told you, <laughs> y'all didn't believe me. Feyora is the only one. Feyora and Jor-El. No, I think Jor-El, I think Russell Crowe is wearing real armor. It's not. It's a blend. It's a. It's half and half. Part of it is and part of it isn't. But Feyora is like. Full on like yeah, World of is. Warcraft looking armor. Yeah, Feyre at this point she's the only one. Cool. But yeah, that's all I got for this minute. Yep. That's all you got. Alrighty. Yeah. Well, we're gonna go and go ahead and wrap up this minute. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate, subscribe, all that jazz. You can find us on all social media at DC EU Minute. And we're gonna catch you guys on the next one here on DC Cinematic Minute.